What is up, everybody? Sean Sheehan here for SureDog.com. And uh, my very first guest, I, I had to go big this time uh, to get him on. The future Ian Gary joins me today. Just, what, four weeks out, is it now, Ian, from uh, your big fight at UFC 268 uh, against Jordan Williams? How are you? I, I know you're in Vegas right now, aren't you? How are things? Yes, yes I'm currently sat on the mat at the PI. Uh, life is great. Um, yeah, four weeks out. Excited for uh, excited for the big debut. Yeah, it's uh, you know we've obviously talked before all your fights, so we keep, we had to keep the tradition going for this one uh, by doing it today. Um, first, uh, first things first, I suppose you're you're in America now, and you've been there for a good while. Not myself and uh, and Gray were talking about in the Severe May podcast there recently about how you know getting there, getting settled, and having a time to like not just become familiarized with your camp, but to be really bedded in to make sure this is kind of the place for you. How has that been for you, and how are you feeling now, and, and how prepared do you feel, I suppose, uh, being over in America and preparing in a new way for a fight like you've never done before? So, it's been really, really easy. Um, challenges, in a sense, of just trying to figure out where I'm staying, the distances, and figuring out the new schedules, but the actual training itself has been amazing. The team, training partners, coaches, everyone's been phenomenal. Um, and I've just fit right into the into the to the team, and I'm just really excited for what the future holds. And there's a lot of knowledge I can learn from that gym and the, the coaches and the training partners that I'm I'm surrounded by. I'm just looking forward to what like the Ian Gary that's going to come out of that gym. Mm. I suppose you know we 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 talked before, and you always kind of said how you planned to go to America at some stage and. Get, get training in other places. What was the decision-making process for you in going to, obviously, you know, you're in Sanford MMA now with Henry Hooft and all. What was that decision-making process like to pick that gym? Because, you know, there's lots of great gyms all around the world. 100%. Well, obviously, we had a choice. It was my It's my decision in a sense of where I would like to go. We went, let's make a list, start at the top, and see what happens. Sanford was the top. And Henry, Henry Hoof said, of course, come down. Um, and I just had a gut feeling. I kept saying it to um, my missus. I was like, I just have a feeling Sanford is the place. It's where I should be. Um, and that's just went straight there. Everything was great. Clicked with all the guys. The coaches were amazing. And yeah, it's, it's just been, a, been really, really fucking good. And I've just had a great time. I see you on the mat with one of my uh, one of my favorites, Jason Jackson. I think he's a, a very very good fighter. Yeah, and uh, Michael Chandler there as well. Who are some of the other names that you've been training? I know Robbie Lawler is there as well as they need to fight a couple of weeks I ago. I haven't done much training with Robbie. When I got there with Robbie, he was kind of just finishing off his, his yeah. camp. Um, oh, you've been on the same after Robbie talked to him, and obviously it's like it's amazing to just see someone of that level and just just a legend of the game on the mats and training and talking to him like. Um, it's phenomenal. It's cool because I, I walked in. First thing I said to him was like, "Your fight with Rory was one of my favorite fights of all time." And then, funnily enough, Rory was there, so I said it to Rory as well. Um, it was quite cool. But um, yeah, Jason Jackson is phenomenal. Um, there's some unbelievable lads in the gym. Like you've got Derek Brunson, who I've done some rounds with. I've done rounds with Greg Rodriguez, Gilbert Burns, Michael Chandler. Logan Storley is um, a phenomenal, phenomenal wrestler. Like I don't think I've ever felt a wrestler as, as good as him in a sense of just his his transition, his speed. He's, he's brilliant. But like there was 
so many amazing guys in that gym that if I was to sit here and try to list them all, I could be here for the next 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. How, how have you kind of felt like that? Because obviously, you know, you, you had good training before and you prepared obviously very well for your fights. But to go into like uh, a place where there is not one or two or three or four good training partners, there's like 10 and there's, as you mentioned, you know, uh, Robbie Lawler, champion of the world multiple times over, Rory McDonald, the champion in, in Bellator and one of the best fighters for, for years, you know, Jesse Jackson probably fighting for a Bellator title in his next one. Like how, I know, you know, iron sharpens iron, they say, but how do you feel like getting in there? Is, is it, do you feel bad because it's maybe like you're getting a bit paid up a little bit or not at times? I know you're probably giving no, them I'm still, as well. No, I'm still chatting loads of shit. Are you? <laughs> yeah, 100%, yeah. Are you um, still the best in the gym, you are? Uh, no, not right now. <laughs> not right now. It's coming not right now. Give me, give me some time. Obviously, look, it's a massive step up mm-hmm. in training partners. Uh, it, the, the guys on the mats are the elite of the elite. Like we don't need. Like, when you look at the guys who are at the gym, it's like just. In, it, I've used this example. It's so easy, but like there's number number two and number four in the world in Gilbert Burns and Vicente Luque in my division in the UFC. Just that, just those two alone. You're like, okay, wow. Um, and these are like, it's just a massive step up in every way. I'm just leveling up in every single way and I'm evolving, I'm getting better and I'm excited for everything it has to offer. And it's, it's just, it's a blessing. And I'm really, I'm really fucking excited, Sean. Mm-hmm. I want to ask you about what's coming next, but I just want one question about what happened before. Because the last time we spoke, it was in the middle of all the madness, I suppose, the week your <laughs> Cage Warriors fight. And I asked you the question and, you know, it, it went a bit mad and, you know, there was statements and everything came out. Uh, can you just explain to us briefly what happened that that week and like the madness of it all? Because it, it felt like not there was nothing. And then I asked you those questions and then, you know, there was nothing after that. Then Todd Hughes was your corner, and then you're in the UFC, and it's kind of all blown out over. Just, and I promise I won't ask you about it again. But what? That no, week, can you just give your thoughts on that week? The fact that you're saying like, "What the fuck happened?" is a good question. Mm-hmm. It's a. I kind of feel the same way myself. Um, my former team abruptly stepped down, and. I had a goal that I set myself out from a young age. The amount of times we sat down and chatted about me being a Cage Warriors world champion and me being in the UFC and getting and reaching my goals. It's like, look, look, look at this, where I am now. Like I'm at the UFC PI. Do you know what I mean? I've signed the UFC. I make my debut at Madison Square Garden. It's like, I had a goal. And when that happened, I could have sat there and, and gone, okay, what what do I do? What do I do? I didn't. I just went, all right, fine. Fuck off. I I have a goal. I'm not going to let anyone, like, anyone stop me from doing what I've dreamed of. I showed up. I walked out. I actually had to, I, I wanted to walk out on my own. I didn't have anyone in my corner. Nobody. I had me. And Graham was like, you need someone experienced in your corner or we're going to pull the fight. So I asked Paul Hughes. He said, yeah, he'll do it. And I was like, right. So he, he, it was funny because I had to ask people out back to warm me up. I was like, can you just hold pads for me? I just need to warm up a little bit before I, before my world title fight. Um, and I had to explain to Paul what my, my game plan was. Obviously, yeah. I had a torn PCL. So that was, that was added to it. 
Sean, it was a fucking shit show. And I still showed up. And I still done what I was what I was said I was gonna do from day one. And I became a world champion. And I reached my dream of signing for the UFC. That's the story. End of. Anything else is irrelevant, unnecessary. Fair enough. We're how, here. How did, you, how did you feel after it? Because like usually that moment we saw Paul Hughes last week. I don't know if you're watching, but he was crying. It was a moment of jubilation. For you, I, I felt I, that. Yeah. Did you feel that? Because for me looking at you, and I'll be honest, it didn't feel like that. It felt like you were a little bit, a little bit disappointed. What were you feeling? Maybe I'm wrong, so you can tell no, me. No, 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 no. That's a, that's a very good question, and it's very fair to ask because it's a, it's again four years of hard work. Do you know what I mean? I've, I've I've only been in the, I've only been doing MMA for four years. I was an amateur, had a fast turnaround into pro because I was better than every amateur. And nobody wanted to fight me. Then I go to pro, and I'm just beating lads up left, right, and center, making it look easy, and. It's like the whole process was very, very fast. And I thought I had guys who were going to be there like behind me the whole way. It wasn't that way. So when I, st- when, I, when I showed up on my own, I fought for myself. And it was for my dreams, my goals, my aspirations. I know the legacy that I'm going to leave. And it was, it was very empowering for me because it's like shit's going to happen in life. Like, there's a quote here, like, it's like, in the PI, I don't know what off by heart, but it's like, champions are made by the adversity they overcome. And I had a torn PCL. My team didn't want, like, uh, my team abruptly stepped down. I just, I didn't know what to do. It's kind of like, right, my knee's sore, my team doesn't want to be here. I haven't trained that much. What do I do? And it's just like, when I sat down with my missus and she was just like, look, You've told me that you can beat Jack Grant if you can walk. And I was like, yeah, you're right. Just go in here and do do me. Fighting's easy for me. Do you know what I mean? The real the fight wasn't the fight itself. The fight was before the fight. And then when I got there, everything was easy. It was normal. I walk in. I, I go, right, what have you got? He didn't have much. Do you know what I mean? I outclassed him. I dominated the fight. And it's just like, this is what's going to happen no matter what happens. No matter what happens outside the cage, and this goes for not just me, but for anyone else in the world, if they do, if they have any problems, in, and if this isn't to do with MMA, this isn't to do, this is to do with life. Don't let other people affect what your life, because nothing will get done. Just go in there and do you, and have a fucking good time doing it, and do it with a smile on your face. All right. Indeed. What? Uh, I, I just two questions actually from I- I injuries, not per se, but the the knee injury yeah. first of all, and also the cut in the fight. Like that was something you know yeah. you said he didn't have much for he'd be few for a second maybe. He, and, uh, he missed that knee missed honestly, oh, it yeah. missed and it just pulled the skin at the very last second. So it, obviously there was contact in a sense of yeah, but like that would have been fucking right on the nose, broken nose. That would have been a lot worse. But I seen it. I'm too quick, Sean. Slip, just pull the skin. That was what it was. Just pull the skin, open up the, the cut. And I was like, you, my. Oh, Pretty has gone. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what? Do you know what? I yeah. looked hotter with the fucking stitches in. Yeah, I'll oh, take yeah. it all day long. I've got this little bad boy look. I didn't think I yeah. could have this. I just thought I was innocent. <laughs> um, and what about yeah, the, the knee? Great. Everything's healed up. Well. And in the fight, obviously, I was very, very, um, I was very cautious. With my knee, like if you watch it back, I didn't throw any kicks with my right leg other than two calf kicks, I think. I wanted him to think the threat was there. 
but I couldn't I couldn't throw it above the knee because it was literally stinging. Like it would I, I would have to stop. Um so yeah, it, it Sean, again, when you put all the all the all the stuff that happened in the fight, I still showed up. I still won a world title and now I'm signed to the UFC and I'm making my debut at Madison Square Garden on the biggest fucking card of the year and I'm gonna be the one everybody's talking about after the fight. It's true. And before the fight, we're here to talk about. Like we we spoke before. What are you? Is it seven fights in now? I did look up the record before. I know it's so well known. Yeah. Do you? Is there any? Is there any thoughts? It's a little bit early. Like we we've talked before, and we talked about you know getting that experience. And okay, you got to the maybe even get to the cage warriors one a bit too early. But is there any? Did I? Yeah. Did I get there early? Do you think that Austin fight was looked early? No, but like in terms of... you think of... that Jack Grant performance where I absolutely dominated him looked early? No. John, no. John, John. Come no, on. but I, I'll put it to you this way, right? Go ahead, go ahead. It's not early for Mason Greenwood to be in the Premier League, but he's not going to be his best for another like two or three yeah. years. And it's course, the same yeah. for every other sport as well. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you feel like about getting those improvements? Because you're still very young, as you mentioned there. What is it, four years into your career? Only what, a couple of years as, an, as a professional? You yes, still have a long way to go to get to like the start of your prime to get to the, the you know your prime and Absolutely you have to do that now in yes. UFC. Yeah. And think of how good I am right now. Yeah, that's true. Exactly. We're well, here well, already and yeah. I've just leveled up my training camp, my life. I'm I'm in a bigger, better gym with better coaches, better training partners. I'm going to evolve and grow. You like you put me into a shark tank, I'm going to grow. I'm not going to just Sink to the bottom and squirm away. I'm gonna fight myself like to the top of the up to the top of the rank. And well, you think it's early, and I get exactly what you're saying. Is it better to give yourself a little bit more time? It's like, do you know what, Sean? If like if that's the case, then like when when is the right time? When is the right time? Like I went in there and I've I've, I've dismantled everybody in my way. I haven't had a fight where one shot from figure. Do you know what I mean? That like. Put me off balance for 0.1 of a second, and then what happened? He got choked unconscious. That's the only dot that anyone could pick out for my career. Everything's been with ease. There's been no test, and the test hasn't been because the guys in front of me aren't good. The guys that I fought have been great. I've just they've been all so been winning since. Yeah. I've just been so much better. Yeah, it's true. Like if and you, it's going to be I, the I, same. It's going to be the same when I'm in the UFC. The guys mm-hmm. I'm going to fight. Like, don't get me wrong. Jordan Williams is a good fighter. Is he amazing? No. But that's mm-hmm. that's who I was offered. I said, yes, I'm going to go in there and I'm just going to show that I'm better than the guy standing across the cage. And every single time I get into that cage, I'm going to do it. And it's not going to be a case of, is it too early? Is it too early? What What's happening? It's going to be a case of, I'm here right now and everybody has to be fucking careful. Everybody has to be worried because I'm, I'm going to come in. I'm going to kick that door open and go, hello, I'm here. Just sit back and watch. Just enjoy. I like it. I got well. Two two more questions. I saw you know you're obviously on the MMA or with, with Ariel, and you you spoke about meeting Conor McGregor, and you know we've we've discussed that a little bit before, and you did a great interview after you won the the Cage Warriors title. Like I think it's it's mad to think like the Conor McGregor era is already producing someone like you who has you know yeah. been. How, how do you feel about that? Like I know he retweeted the picture and wished you good luck and everything like that, and it's uh, you know. It's it's weird to think the next 
you know, iteration of Irish MMA is coming through. What do you feel about that? And like being the next one, I know, you know, Paddy Pimble came in from uh, obviously from, from Liverpool in the UK and the the whole Cage Warriors kind of, uh, um, I suppose, the, the, the graduating year is coming through with you and, and the other lads as well. I know that you, Paul Hughes was probably on his way there quickly as well. How do you yeah. feel about being, you know, the best in that lot from Ireland and from Cage Warriors as well? about right it's about right um obviously connor was the reason that i walked into an mma gym like that surge you felt it in irish mma it was like it it just took the country by storm and i was like okay i can do that i'd like to do that i'm like like i quit college because i was i hadn't trained mma and i was like i'm want to be a professional fighter hadn't trained I'm like, okay, let, I can go do this. I know I can. The fact that I'm here now is phenomenal because it's like, like that. And it's just, I still remember the day I walked in and said, I want to I wanna train and I want to I wanna fight professionally. And here I am sat in the UFC about to make my debut. It's, it's, it's quite surreal. And the fact that like even Connor, even the fact that Connor noticed it was, was quite cool. Um, but like, it's a dream come true for me being here and like i can imagine like that 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 feeling of irish mma having like a second run is also cool because i want to create that i want to i want to have that third de- generation Do you know what i mean everyone talks about like connor as being like the the leader of the irish mma and now it's like right now put that put that on my shoulders let me carry it let me see what happened let me let me take that from now on not that Connor's doing, not that anything to do with that, but it's like, I'm the new guy. I'm the young kid coming up with a point to prove to show how good I am. And I'd like to be the guy that motivates young kids to get into the gym and train and have a goal and have an aspiration and follow it no matter what, no matter what happens, no matter who's behind you. If you want to do it, do it. So that's, that, that's something that I want in my career. I want to, I want to motivate young kids and, and young men and women, anyone. Once they can step foot into the gym, if I can make one person step foot into that gym, then I've done my job right. I like it. Last question for me, and I always ask you for the for the prediction. Where what are KO. we four weeks out now? KO. KO always. How how quick? I don't know. Depends on how easy he makes it. What, what do you see in him, like when you when you watch him? Because like he, what is he on to in the UFC now? It's yeah. Look, it, it, it's a good it's a good one. Can to I get just you start clarify? In the UFC, I would say. Yeah. Can I just clarify? I don't want to fight a guy who's owned two in the UFC. Yeah. But that's what was said. And I'm not going to fucking argue with, with the big guys, you know, what they're doing. I'm, they they put mm-hmm. a contract in front of me. I say yes. I think it's just going to be a matter of time. I think it's just I'm going to go into that cage and it's going to be he can make it easy for himself or he can make it a little bit harder for himself. He can go out fast or he, I, can, I can beat him up for longer. But I'm, I'm going to finish him. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to make sure... That when it's all said and done, I fight at Madison Square Garden. I've never been to a UFC event. Yeah. Never been. I'm going to walk in. I'm going to fight in Madison Square Garden. I'm going to knock my opponent out. I'm going to go home, shower, change, go back with some pizza, sit back with my feet up and go, try to be my performance, guys. There you go. The bar's been set. Enjoy. 50 grand. Looking for the 50 grand? No, I'm not looking for anything. I'm just going to be like, try oh. beat that. But what, what a fight, right? What mm-hmm. fight 
have I had where I've not been the one everyone's talking about? It's true. It's true. It, Every fight. Why? What? Why? And I've had fights that haven't been amazing. That Lance Tracy fight, I've told you from day one that he was only in there because he wanted to get a quick paycheck for Christmas. I told you that. Right? <laughs> But think about it, everyone. I told every single time I fought, I've been the one that people have talked about. This is no same. This is no different. This is going to be the exact same. This, the stage is bigger. The spotlight is bigger. What have I told you time and time and time again? I shine brighter when the spotlight's on me. I'm going to make sure everybody is talking about me. I am the future. People are going to find this out, Sean. Ian, thank you very much for your time. I appreciate it. And I can't wait for the Irish MMA has been looking at you for the last couple of years. It's time for the world to see you. Thanks very much, Ian. It is a pleasure. Thank you, Sean.